announcement return. Are you found? Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat? Stomach empty, starving to eat. Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat. About to get beheaded because you didn't take the mark of the beast? Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens. He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines. These elite Satanists are the psychoists. They're preparing our bodies to accept the microchip. We even got liberals trying to become like Rambo. Going to Bass Pro, buying up the guns and ammo. Instead of sporting flannels, now they're buying camos. If you don't think this is end times, just read the book of Daniel. COVID-19 got me Googling my next Ruger. And going to Target practice to become the best shooter. I'm questioning Sandy Hook and I'm a 9-11 truther. That's sick of getting duped by that goof fantasy Cooper. What you think they're doing right now? They're testing us. These stimulus checks were distributed to invest in us. It's population control. They want less of us. They want to take out the weak and only keep the rest of us. I'm battle testing. Like a barbarian, and I got the scars to prove it like a cesarean. I feel like I'm half white and I'm half Targaryen. The devil wants to kill me for the cross that I'm carrying. Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat? Stomach empty, starving to eat. Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat. About to get beheaded because you didn't take the mark of the beast? Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens. He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines. These elite Satanists are the psychoists. They're preparing our bodies to accept the microchip. Can you imagine walking into a Wells Fargo? Not being able to withdraw money because you ain't got a barcode on your right hand or your forehead. If you don't take the mark of the beast, you're going to fall to the floor dead. Head cut off. Our own government acting like Nazi Germans They want us to live in fear, filled with uncertainty One world government, under one currency I can categorically say that this is end times This virus is breaking us down, just like an enzyme There's pedophiles, leaving men and women childrenless These politicians are dummies and the devil's a ventriloquist All this evil stemming from Epstein's island Gavin Newsom ain't your governor, he's a tyrant He took away everything that makes us happy and vibrant And put a mask on us Sitting in the park in the heat, stomach empty, starving to eat. Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat. About to get beheaded because you didn't take the mark of the beast. Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens. He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines. These elite Satanists are the psychoists. They're preparing our bodies to accept the microchip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I am your host, and if you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, Army veteran, and father. And uh, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He's a Christian, devoted ho- husband, and father. What's going on, Jason? What's going on, brother? Morning. Sorry, I'm trying to get set up here. <laughs> it's 5 a.m. over here. So. <laughs> All Don't right. About the hair. And I'd like to introduce you to uh, our guest, uh, Douglas Falk. He's actually an author of a book called The Voyage, and he actually sent it to me. And uh, so far, I'm just dabbling in it because I have don't have much time right now because I'm studying so much on these podcasts. But uh, how's it going, Douglas? How's everything? Yeah, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, everything's fine. Um, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I just listened to uh, your show with David Weiss and Sophia Smallstorm, that I, who uh, I know Sophia fairly well. And I think she's the one who recommended me to you. So yes, I'm happy to be here. 
Yes, thank you, Sophia. If you're listening, uh, we appreciate you definitely. You sent us two guests, and Douglas going to be uh, is very knowledgeable on uh, some some subjects. So, so Douglas has researched Antarctica and UFOs. So we have touched base on a little uh, Antarctica and Hollow Earth and uh, and flat Earth. So uh, we like to get more in depth here. So uh, first off, um, since we're going to be talking about UFOs and aliens. Um, we would like to go over a couple uh, passages here. Us as Christians, we believe that, uh, I mean, me and my brother believe that aliens are nothing but uh, just demons. So that's what we believe. So, Jason, uh, are you muted or are you, you still good? Jay? I'm good. I just okay. uh, I did that because uh, my nose was a little stuffy and I didn't want to make that noise. Okay, no problem. Uh, so we want to go over Isaiah 14. Verses 12 through 17. That'll be our first uh, verses we go through, guys. If you guys want to turn there. It says, uh, Have you fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn? You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid down the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds i will make myself like the most high but you are brought down to the realm of the dead and the depths of the pit those who see you stare at you they ponder your fate is this the man who shook the earth and made kingdoms tremble the man who made the world a wilderness who overthrew its cities and would not let this captives go home one part that uh my brother was pointing out to me last night when we were kind of doing the study was um that Satan says, I will make myself like the most high. So we were, we were kind of saying that part is interesting because if it was just written by man, we would probably say that we'd be greater than the most high. But as Satan knows, he can never be above God. You know, even he knows that. So that's a pretty divine interesting. writing. It's kind of crazy. That they, they have those in the Bible, but you read it out and you look at it and you're like, wow, if I would have wrote that, I would have wrote that as I would be way greater than you don't want to be equal something you want to be more than and he knows that he's a creation so he knows that he can never be better than the most high or bigger than the most high or greater than the most high so he, all right he, he uh this is a good study man this is good this is, this is a good way to, to go through it i like this and uh and uh douglas wonderful to meet you and uh let's tackle this issue right now all right and then uh so i'm also there's going to be like a famous verse that people uh or some couple of famous verses that people use as uh people say that there is talk of ufos in the bible uh i'm gonna go over it. it's ezekiel 1 15 through 18 uh this is something that i don't 100 believe is a ufo in the bible but there's been a person that wrote a book eric von daniken he wrote a book called chariots of the gods where he describes this as modern as as like the modern day ufos so uh now as i beheld the living creatures behold one wheel upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces, the appearance of the wheels and their work was like unto the color of a barrel. And they four had one likeness and their appearance and their work was as a, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they went, they went upon the four sides and they turned out that not that they went as for their rings. They were so high that they were dreadful and their rings were full of eyes round about them four. So that's one uh, of verses a lot of people you try to use because it's a ring within a ring and it said it's kind of like a modern day UFO. 
So, um, all right. So we went through our Bible verses. Uh, Jason, did you have anything that to say on any of the verses that we talked about? Um, the, the Ezekiel one is, uh, yeah, that is a pretty famous one. They they try to bring up as 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 is saying that it's a like a like you know like a, a flying saucer would be a wheel look like, and then lights will be around it. And the, but the way he describes everything inside there too is is, is there's like fire and the below his feet. Like you walk in, and that's kind of like you know like a like a like a spaceship taking off. I guess so you'd see like a lot of like a lot of smoke, a lot of fire, mm-hmm. and. Um, he said it's lit up in there. It's it's just it's just a weird it's just a weird description of something that has, that when you're living in an age like that where there's not something that's 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 around like that. But I don't know if yeah. that was if there's something around like that. But yeah, back then, yeah, we don't know. It, it's like that sounds more futuristic than it sounds that's going on at the time, like like at a at a time that he was living, which was like 680 BC. You know, he was yes, he was preaching, he was preaching. Uh, that was that was uh that was Ezekiel right and then well no he was uh not preaching but he was prophesizing and then but Isaiah right before that too was also he was so like that's a long time ago so that's kind yeah. of hard to imagine yeah that them even knowing about that. What that what that was perfect okay yeah, so uh true. so Douglas uh with the Antarctica and you we were talking about Antarctica and UFOs uh where did you want to start my brother Oh, that's a good that's a good question. Um, well, I could start with sort of uh, give the uh, cliff notes to my book. So my book Perfect. is uh, an adventure tale with a flat Earth storyline, and the entire second half of the story and the climax of the story takes place in Antarctica. So, uh, and what I wanted to do there was to weave in as much you know, as many tidbits as I possibly could, you know, from from uh, history and from, you know, the myths and everything. Yes. Um, so I, re- I really spent a lot of time researching Antarctica. And uh, the thing that made it so enthralling to me was that every single aspect of the commu- uh, conspiracy community, you know, the flat earth community, the hollow earth community, and even those who are on the very, very opposite end of that, who doesn't believe in any of that, like the the alien people, they all agree that there's something weird going on in Antarctica. So sure. that is what sort of uh, made that's 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 what made it, made me obsessed with that place. For sure, uh, there's I, I definitely uh, agree. What, what, what was, uh, can, can I... Uh, what was the name of the book? I, I didn't. I didn't catch that. I didn't catch the name of the book or uh, the voyage. The voyage. The voyage. Oh, so that's the, that's the book that Dave was talking about on his on his website. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's that's really cool. I'm gonna check that out. I do not. I. I. He was well, saying something about that, but I forgot to. Uh, the name was. I have a copy, bro. As soon as I get done reading it, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it your way, Jay, so you can read it too, and then uh, we'll have Douglas on again a little bit later on, and we can just go over just go over the book strictly. Which should be cool. Well, what is what? What do you think of Douglas? What do you think of UFOs and and uh, well, you know, let, extraterrestrials? Let him kind of go over that because I want him to go over like his intro and everything, and then we'll get into the UFO part. But keep keep okay, keep cool. going, Douglas. Yeah. So the uh, for me as an you know aspiring author, the great thing about writing a fiction story is that um, you won't get like fact checked. You can you can weave in so many things and sort of get away with it so i wanted to tie in for instance 
you know, the Operation High Jump uh, with Admiral Byrd, the, uh, what's the name of the second operation? Uh, operation uh, Deep Freeze. Oh. And there are so many small tidbits like, uh, mm. you know, Nazis, they set up all of them for Nazis also at 1943, I think. And that, mm. that's like, I didn't know how to tie that into the story, but it was so interesting that I had to mention it, that the Nazis actually went to the other half of the world and set up a colony okay. in this frozen tundra. It's so, it's so interesting. Okay, let's, uh, okay, so with the, with the Nazis, I think uh, we should probably get into something real quick before we go down that, that, that hole. Um, so uh, let's go with. Uh, so first off, we'll we'll talk about. Um, there's two societies that the Nazis kind of uh, were going with. They had, I mean, that uh, secret societies that they had. They had the Thule, and then they also had the Vril. And uh, supposedly, uh, Hitler was part of the Thule, and then he got introduced to the Vril secret society. Um, and the Vril, it comes from a book called uh, "The Coming Race," and uh, the Vril. It's like, uh, uh, I guess it was like, okay, so first of all, the book is about a civilization that lives in the hollow earth, and the book was called The Coming Race, and the Vril was like a, a all-permeating liquid uh, energy source that spiritually elevated its host and able to master through the training of their will. Uh, so that's, so the Vril is like another secret society and I kind of wanted to go over that part and what it is, is, um, so like in 1919, I guess the Vril included like four psychic women who claimed they were able to talk to aliens and, um, and what, and basically they, uh, they said they were talking to like a lost civilization, uh, lost Aryan alien civilization that is underground in Antarctica. This is just something I was reading about Douglas. Have you heard about that at all? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I've heard these, you know, insane theories of <laughs> the Nazis, like meeting the aliens and yes. cutting a deal with them for their precious technology or something. Yes. So guys, here we, here we oh, go. So, what, what, the, what okay, here we go. So the four psychic women that, 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 uh, that were part of the Vril, um, so what they were saying is they were, they claimed that they were talking to aliens. So as you know, psychic women, they're like medians. So they end up in, and this is the, what we believe as Christians, they end up talking to demons. Uh, so that's kind of a way we think about it. And, uh, he was saying that they cut a deal with, with, uh, with the aliens and in, in the, the, basically what it is, is in the hollow earth. So I just wanted to go over like a little part before we get into this, because this is kind of the reason why I think that Hitler and the Nazis were obsessed with the hollow earth. Uh, because of that book, uh, Helena Bravatsky, she was uh, back in the 1875. She like said that this is like um, occultic truth. Your, so your I think internet's messed up, dude. Yeah. Oh, you guys couldn't Josh, hear me? Josh, slow down. Your internet's like screwed up, dude. It's like, no, it slowed down and then it stopped, like pause, and then it like went like all weird. Like it's okay. like, rawr, 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 rawr. you can't really okay. hear you, dude. So, okay. So which part? That. So, all right, I'll work on it. Uh, guys, so our internet uh, might be a little weird, so sorry about that. Uh, so, t -t 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 yeah, I don't know which part I... Every, every time we get into a subject like this, <laughs> every time we get into a subject like this... 
the internet, the internet or my internet, something weird happens. But when you're talking like about just regular things, they don't even care. But like, this, is, <laughs> this is weird because this always happens every time we start talking about stuff like this. All right. Yeah. So I just, <laughs> I just wanted to go over the basis first because so they were kind of, so what it is, is, is the Nazis ended up kind of interested in the hollow earth. And I think that this is kind of an intro to that was um, these like the Vril Secret Society, the Thule Secret Society, the the women, the four psychic women that claim they talk to aliens. Uh, us as Christians, we think that they're talking to demons. So they ended up. Uh, so go ahead, Douglas, you can go ahead and talk about um, uh, about, you know, the what you were about to get into. I just want to kind of go, go with it. Yeah, intro as you mentioned, the as you mentioned, the Nazis, they were interested in like witchcraft and uh, yeah, they they sort of had a revival of the mysterious uh, things like Himmler and Hitler. They were obsessed with like um, trying to acquire these ancient artifacts that tied into, you know, the Bible in, in some way or so. So I guess one theory is that they went to Antarctica in search of some, uh, you know, I don't know. So, some something out of this world, I guess. Yes, and the ancient artifacts that they were well, searching I, I, for. I've... Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. What's up? Oh, well, I, I've 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 done some research and and they they've also found a lot of different things out there recently. Um, elongated heads, like the ones in Brazil, like the ones in uh, like the ones that in in, in Egypt. Mm-hmm. You know, they find uh, they find underwater, they find lakes. In the in underwater parts of that place, they, there's so many crevices and 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 things out there. But I feel this is my theory on the whole issue. I know that people are gonna say that I'm probably crazy, but I don't feel like we went to war with these these the Nazis for over the Holocaust. I feel like we went to war to get these scientists and take them over here because they were they were far more smarter. They had, like you said, you cut a deal with somebody to have that technology. They they were mm-hmm. far more advanced than any type of technology that we were going at. So the Holocaust is, I feel like, was a reason, just a reason, kind of like how they do like a false flag on anything, just to go in there and get these guys out of there. Because after we took over and won that war, what did we do? We shipped all those Nazi scientists over to America, and we yeah. bought all of their crap about the moon landings, about everything, about... You know, and it's like, why would you take a bunch of people over from, you know, that were doing horrendous, they say they were doing horrendous things over there. Why would you take these people over instead of putting them in a freaking uh, prison, you know, and saying, look, you're going to give us your secrets anyways. But they made them prominent men in the United States. Yeah, very true. Let, let's uh so what is that? that's very true jay like operation paperclip uh so uh the relics that you were talking about douglas uh here's a couple of uh things that they were kind of looking for so they said they were looking for um the holy grail they were looking for thor's they were looking for thor's hammer they were looking for the spear that pierced jesus's rib so yeah they were looking for relics so you're definitely true uh uh that's definitely true man that's a few of the relics that that douglas was was talking about that they were actually looking for um, but go ahead, Douglas. Keep going. Um, yeah, and you mentioned uh, uh, the uh, the Holocaust and everything. I, I have a question for you both. Do you think that Pearl Harbor was a false flag? Because many people in the conspiracy community they think that Roosevelt allowed that to happen oh. so that they could enter the war. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, so 
I believe that he had knowledge of them coming and that he did not act on it and he let it happen. And then once it happened, then we acted on it. So I do believe that in my, in my heart that he had knowledge of it coming and he let it happen so we can enter because we were neutral in that war until that happened, you know? So I do believe that Douglas, do you believe that as well? Yeah, I definitely believe that. I mean, people died and that the event happened. That, that's yes. I don't. I don't think at all that it, it's it's like a huge stage thing. I definitely no. think that Japan that they attacked Pearl Harbor and killed a bunch of people. But they sunk. Yeah, yeah they it, sunk the Arizona. Right? Was it the Arizona they sunk? Dude, they dude, Pearl Harbor, bro, was like they, they blew up like part of Hawaii, dude. It was like it was. It was I bad. know, but but the actual ship they sunk there was like a very powerful, like a very, uh, very, uh, very, uh, I guess, highly decorated ship that they sunk out there. Yeah, didn't didn't they sink like uh, hundreds of ships? Or... Yeah, that thing was crazy. So so Douglas, the the Pearl Harbor thing. Uh, I think another thing that some people have actually claimed is that that uh, Japan was actually going to surrender right and then that pearl harbor thing actually ended up happening so it was so when we did like hiroshima nagasaki uh those those atom bombs uh i some people were under the impression that japan was actually surrendering so we ended up just annihilating them with Nuclear. those atom bombs yeah just to uh show our uh you know america's uh power, power so that you know, all the other people were intimidated by what was going on. So I don't know. That was interesting though. Uh, definitely the Pearl Harbor thing, but go ahead, Douglas. What else did you have for, uh, for us? Um, okay. Well, so another thing that the, uh, um, okay. Well, what should I talk about next? Well, okay. So, okay, so my book starts off. Uh, yeah, please continue. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, go go ahead. I, I I was just gonna say that some of the movies and comic books, like uh, the reason why we have some of those, like uh, Ca Captain America, Hellboy, uh, you know, like Thor, Loki. Uh, there was like uh, that's that's some of the stuff that we we're talking about with the relics and all that, and, and the Nazis. Like if you look at those 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 comic books, they end up having the Nazis in there. They're trying to come out with uh, super soldiers and. And they're looking for a tesseract. So and Thor, like that's why the the mystic. That's kind of the mystic uh, part of the Nazis. So I, sorry, go, go uh, keep going, Douglas. You can keep going. I just wanted to add that little part in. Yeah, I don't have that much more to say about the Nazis. I only briefly touch base on that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Of course. Um, but the you know liberties with the, with the history and everything, um, but it, and I wanted to sort of like it's like a what if scenario, um, like what if he found something really strange there? So are you familiar with the the Americ uh, what's it called the um, Encyclopedia Americana? It's like an old uh, encyclopedia from oh, Encyclopedia oh. Britannica and stuff like that. I remember. Yeah, that. something like that. So yes. what was found? recently is that um a copy of that book from dating back to the 1950 1954 or something it mentions uh, uh, hold on douglas where, douglas uh, give me one that there's hold on D douglas 
one sec real quick uh for some reason our I internet presentation of what they maybe they mean something entirely different but our connection is dude. our connection is really bad right now huh jason hold on no, douglas is it mine yeah can you can you keep freezing can you hear douglas okay the I whole time it's fine uh, okay for some reason douglas uh i i was it wasn't coming through right it was like uh, cutting in and out in and out so um uh, can you repeat what you said right there sorry douglas uh yeah sure uh let me just think Sorry. Oh, it was about the dome. It was about the dome that couldn't be pierced yeah. in, uh, by, uh, by uh, yeah. Admiral. So, uh, this is actually um, true that there is a copy of this Encyclopedia Americana dating back to 1954 that speaks of like an exact latitude and longitude of where this dome supposedly, um, well, wh wh where it exists. Yeah. And I thought with my next book. I was actually trying, uh, thinking about um, making that the next story. Like, I, I want to, I want the characters to go there, and then Ooh. I'm just gonna let my mind go crazy, basically. That would be nice for sure. That sounds like a cool. You know, you know what, you know what, you know what? Uh, Dave, uh, when we did that show with Flatter Dave, um, he brought up the point of extraterrestrials. Okay, so aliens. You know, people they talk about aliens, but. You know, extraterrestrial doesn't mean from outer space. Like you said, it means extra land. Extra terrain, so yeah. I feel like this is what I believe. If you go past, I think because they said only a third or maybe a quarter of Antarctica has been explored, okay? And there's so much, and there's so much, uh, every country in this world has a, has a, has a interest in that, that, that part of the land. Why? You know, you can't. Uh, I've seen I've seen footage of where there's 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 places on there that that they talk about have the same uh, type of climate as Mars does. Like in the there's a spot that's so dry and the winds are about 200 miles an hour and they cut through the ice so much it looks. They said it right. It, it kind of looks like what Mars would look like. So I look at that. I'm like, well, th that's how they could fake a moon landing, right? They, or fake a uh, fake a Mars landing right there. They just film it through the little rovers doing the little thing out there. Boom, you got a fake, you have a fake Mars uh, setup right there. And then around that area, well, what if you go past Antarctica? What if there's a, what if you can go past that area? You know, what if there's land outside of our, of our, of our, you know, of our little spot where there's, um, <clears throat> well, where there's that ice. So there's yeah. land on the outside of there. What if I feel like, this is what I feel like. I feel like that, that when Joshua was told in the Bible to go conquer those, to go conquer the Nephilim, the rest of the Rephaim, the, the rest of those, the, that, that damaged bloodline, he failed. Okay. So where did, where did they go? They were here. Where'd they go? They're not full on, they're not full on Nephilim anymore because they're, they're probably blood tainted with human blood still. Where'd they go? They might've went on the outside there. And like they said, aliens, well, yeah. They come in and they could come in, probe you, do whatever they want, studies, and then go right back home, you know, during well, the, by 12 o'clock you know that, there's that kind of there's that theory jason and then there's also a theory of hollow earth where they're actually in the earth and that's kind of i think what douglas is going to get into um well where, I, I i also i also read the like you know no uh during the center of the earth see, see and uh you know that's a really cool book you know like like to come up with stuff like that 
in your mind fictionally and you're not you're not really you're not really uh, a, a prone to that stuff like you're not you're not seeing that every day and your mind just goes there to write that you got to figure who put that in his head you know who put that in the head to write about a, a, a hollow earth or so where was that who even thought of that you know that's crazy yeah. so, so you were he was talking to douglas i think you uh well last i think where, where were you at last on the um yeah, uh, my actually, my book actually it doesn't follow the Hollow Earth thing. It, it's flat Earth. It, 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 precisely, it's it, it's exactly uh, the way that you described it. They find additional land uh -huh. uh, and everything. Oh, and, okay. awesome, and, uh, Jason! Good job. And, and, and it's all. It's also like it's also like a battle against um, nature, I guess, because as you probably know, there is no colder place than. Yes. The, 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 the coldest temperature ever measured is Fahrenheit. And I don't know how Fahrenheit works, but I, th I think it's minus 80, uh, 86 Celsius. degrees Celsius. Wow. How much would that be in Fahrenheit? Like 200, it's like 200. Like 148 degrees below zero. Something like yeah. that. So, so I realized that, wow, this is such a great place to set a story at. Yes. And and you guys mentioned uh, that they might fake things there. Well, they could, but just lo logistically, I would probably, you know, if I were to, you know, set up a huge operation where I faked a bunch of uh, uh, missions that never happened, I would probably do it somewhere more, uh, somewhere warmer, I guess. Ger yeah. You know, Jeronism, his... He has a theory that they're doing it at uh, Devon Island in Canada mm. or Greenland. Uh -huh. Well, they do. They actually do rovers and missions. They practice rover missions there on that actual spot where they yeah. where they where that 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 it's, a, it's the driest place on Earth. They said there's rain hasn't rained there. They say over, you know, two million, three million years. But it's so dry. The winds are 200 miles an hour. That's well, that's. That's, I think that's pretty, that's yeah. pretty crappy so, place to, to live, but they I, do the they practice the missions there. They said, um, um, so I think Douglas is talking about logistically because it's crazy. It's so hard for people to get down there to live there. Um, I, I, I would say like what what I was thinking when we did the moon landing part is that they would just they just did it in a movie studio because back then, uh, they had they would say that you know our graphics and the cameras are so bad. This is just what we have, and then. You know what I mean? I think they did it in a movie studio well, with Stanley Kubrick. Well, What's that? Have you been to Antarctica before? Uh, no, my military career never went to Antarctica. Hey. <laughs> okay, so Douglas, have you been to Antarctica before? No, no, no I've no. never been. Well, how do you know, Josh? How do What's you know up? past that, that, that little thing of that big thing of ice? How do you know past that big thing of ice? There isn't a nice hot place. How do you know that past that ice that, that you that everyone thinks that's 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 uh, covering the bottom of the earth and hoping that, you know, that that's just like, you know, so cold. How do you know that past that little thing? How do you know, how do you know that how big that is? Yeah. Nobody knows how big it is because you ain't there. I'm yeah. not there. I don't know. I don't know why every government in this, why Russia has uh, plans to, to put set up bases there. Why America sets up bases there. Why Germany started doing that. How do I know that there isn't hotter places on How do I know Atlantis isn't buried under there? How do I know that? Because I ain't there. So yeah. I could come up with a million theories in my mind, but like, like, like Douglas says, his, his story that, that his book, 
if I read it, I would be super interested in it because what it just just what he just talked about right now, it's already the imaginations already running in my mind. Yeah. Wow. I want to read that book because he's thinking along the lines of I'm already thinking like, what if there what if there is then what if they did strike a deal? What wow. if they did do something? What if they did? And that is the what if that's like that that builds it up and fuels this type of stuff. But like you said, you ain't there, Josh. There could be there could be all this ice and then boom, it stops. And then boom, on the other side, there's this new island. There's there's well, Tartarus, you know, some Tartus. You know, what what if what if Sheol's out there, dude? Because it says in the Bible you can see Sheol from heaven. So what if what if hell's right there? You don't know that. That's you yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Go can, ahead, can I ask you, um, since, since both of you are uh, devout Christians, and um, I'm not, but my, my father is, and I've, I think I've told you about yes. him a bit. You have, yes. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, is Antarctica ever mentioned in the Bible, or do, do they ever speak? Like, they, they uh, what I know of the Bible is that they, they are very vague about most things, right? Yes. Yes, Antarctica. If Antarctica was mentioned says, in the Bible, God says what he means. <laughs> if if Antarctica was mentioned in the Bible, I guarantee I would definitely have it in the beginning of this podcast. Believe me, Douglas. <laughs> I always I search. <laughs> how, how do I know that? Okay. But look at it. There, there's there's pyramids out there. They found pyramid. They they found pyramids. Well, they found things out there that, that can't be explained. So how do I know that that was frozen at one time? That could have been well. July, okay. Land. Where Here we go. Actually, cut, you know, people actually live. How okay, do I so that? I was alive. 6, so Jason, years ago. so Jason, you just mentioned that. Let me just tell you something real quick. Uh, so uh, in fifteen thirteen, they actually made a map. It was called the Piri Reyes map, and it was like a um, it was a bunch of different maps uh, from uh, ancient maps and also like Christopher Columbus's maps. And this gentleman made the map, and he put Antarctica on this map. Uh, and it was actually dry land and not ice. So that's interesting, but, uh, that's something to add in. But Douglas, uh, you asked, you were asking us if Antarctica is in the Bible, right? Well, check this. How do I know that, that God didn't freeze that place because it was so evil and there was so much stuff going on down there that that's, that's where God was. That's where like, how do I know that's not where the, you know, before Eden was even in ever done how do i know god didn't have us another place where he had his you know a se- he started a separate uh, like 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 in the bible it says there was in the garden of eden but when when cain and them were kicked out he went to a place called nod where the heck is nod i don't know where yeah. nod is it's like, hey, it w- then there were people there there were millions of people there so how how do i know that god was like okay these people this bloodline's not you know but how do i know that joshua didn't chase these 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 nephilim all the way down to that spot and then yeah. some of you guys are, God didn't say, Hey, you're, you're stuck here now. That's it. This is where you stay until, until you are judged. You will stay out here in this freezing cold wasteland, but you could do whatever you could run your muck because that's your, that's your, that's going to be your thing until I come back and judge you. I don't yeah. know. It's just, it's a lot of weird stuff. I like, I like, I like this subject because it goes, you can go yeah. a lot of different routes with it, man. Yeah. Um, Jason, why do you think the Bible is so um, vague on most things like, uh, for instance, you have the uh, scriptures about the four corners of the earth and that he made it immovable, but he, uh, the Bible never really spells anything out. They want it to be very like open to interpretation, I, right? 
they want you to know there's only one way to interpret it but there's there's you can you could use the applications many applications for that so i'm saying like like there's certain things in the bible that weren't explained because they are people that back then already knew about it you know what i mean like they didn't need to be explained this stuff because the people back then they they, they already knew like when, when they talk about uh when they talk about when angels genesis when angels come down and have sex with women they said the nephilim were created then men of renown men of spe- like basically special men of like basically just like the ones of of old they say so what are they speaking of that where do those men come from of old where's those men of old okay so what you guys think of is that when he speaks about these nephilim they didn't need to be told to these people because these people knew exactly what they were what they capable of and they did not need to be spoken of because they were not they were abominations so god did not want to put them a big old long storyline about them in the bible so you could go on and try to search down this stuff he puts it in there because he knew that hey there it is this is what happened don't worry about it because you go secure. down that path it's, it's you don't need to go down that path you don't need to I, learn about that stuff i would say kind of like also kind of like antarctica yeah i would say also douglas that uh god uh, we might think that that verse is vague, but when you st- what you do is he wants you to read all 31,000 verses. So then you start yeah. understanding that four corners of the earth because there's also like a hundred different verses I can go over if you like to get down and I could go into all different things that'll explain the four corners of the earth, how the earth is on pillars, how maybe the earth is flat, how we created the sun and the moon on the fourth day, uh, how we created the stars on the fourth day. He created the earth and the heavens on the first day. There's a ton of stuff we can get into, Douglas, that can explain why that little part that you might think is vague is actually way deeper than you even thought, you know? So once you start reading... He doesn't say the globe is spinning. He doesn't say the globe. I invented the... I made the globe. I made it spin... It's spinning and doing yeah. this, and, and I think God would want you to, 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 to know stuff like that because He wants you to know the truth. He, he wants you to want dig them to the hole. So I think yeah. Douglas, Douglas, I think what it is is, if you go through, uh, you know, verse by verse, like we got 365 days a year, right? If you go through the Bible verse by verse, like let's say you go, you're able to finish it in the 365 days. Let's say you just keep on doing that every single year, Douglas. What happens is you start attaining all this knowledge where those verses that you might think are vague. Once you connect it to another verse and to another verse and to another verse, it becomes a picture in your mind and you actually can understand it. That's the, that's the part I think Douglas, that it, it takes time to study this stuff and find out. Cause there might be a verse in Isaiah, you go back to Ezekiel and then you go up to revelation and then you go into all these different uh, parts of the Bible that it's going to explain exactly that little part that you thought was vague. It'll actually explain it in a real in depth. And, you know, I think God just wants you to not just take one verse and to be like, all right, this is, I'm just going to stick and put all my uh, eggs in this basket. I think he wants you to read the whole entire Bible and have a deep understanding of what's going on. Douglas. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually really surprised that my, like, like I said, my father, he he's a devout Christian and he, when I told him about all of this stuff that I was into, that I was researching in this book that I was writing, um, he did not recall anything in the Bible that that spoke of this thing because I think he just dismissed all of that as okay, <laughs> that's archaic and you yes. can't take that literally. I guess, I guess that's the okay. So I think that he okay. Here's the thing, uh, Douglas. So uh, they 
being like the elite, the the devil. You know, the devil wants to take Genesis and the creation, and he wants to blend hold it on, all hold up. On, hold on, before you go, before you go, Josh, your uh, your internet's sticking again, bro. Is it okay? Is it, it's it's saying it's unstable, but I I clicked on it. Can you hear me, Jason? Are we good? Are you got? Are we good now? No, I'm just saying, like you know. It's okay. Insane. Well, it's on my end. I want to let you know on my end, uh, it's recording it, and it's they're gonna be able to hear everything I'm saying. But it's 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 what's coming into this uh, Zoom. So guys, if you guys have any, uh, just, fine, let, no just letting the audience know if you guys hear anything that's or whatever, it's just because you know what I mean. I don't know the internet is. Uh, I got the best internet you can get, charter, but it's for some reason it's just having interruptions on us here. But um, where were we at? Where were we at? Um, what where were we at? We're just talking. Oh, okay. So, uh, I think what happens is we are taught. Here's what happens: you take, you have to filter science and all this stuff that you learned from a kid growing up all the way till now. You have to filter all that science and everything through scripture, and you have to kind of have a little awakening. So your your father is probably he might be reading over Genesis. And then taking it and, and, and putting it to like what a, what a science has been teaching us, right? So that's why some people do it. So they take creation. They say, well, it was created in six days. Some people say, well, that's going to be six million years, not six days. And, and they try to do all this stuff so they can try to take what the scientists are teaching us and try to put it with the Bible. But I just don't believe that we should do that, you know. I think we should take, like, I think if you take, I think we should take creation and some of this stuff literally now some of the stuff in the bible is like parables like jesus when he's talking he's talking in parables but your dad might be taking some of the stuff that he's learning like from scientists and stuff like that and trying to apply it to the bible so flat earth would not even be a question for most people well, because I, I don't i i think that uh... go ahead jay what jason go ahead Man, man, your 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 internet is like really bad, Josh. Yeah, you're like going like, Bruh. oh, like I can't even understand what you're saying. I'm trying to understand. I want to understand what you're saying. So, okay, sorry, Douglas, but um, then sorry, but I I think that Josh might have been touching on a point of that 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 I think Douglas said that his dad said it never. It, he looked through the Bible and didn't say anything about Antarctica and the stuff that he was looking up. I don't know if uh. I, I've been reading the Bible lately and, and and he's probably he's so far he's right. I don't hear anything about you know that being uh um I think he's talking about the flat earth, dude. Douglas, are you talking yeah, know, about the but, flat earth? But how it holds but how it holds together. Antarctica, how do I know that's not the firmament that, that God says that that's like 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 I know you saw that last night, Josh, or this morning I, I told you about that guy, uh, Dr. John S. Barrett. And he shows about how he says, when Lucifer, this is, just imagine, this is Lucifer. He created him, beautiful, great, you know, just most, th this was the most perfect invention that he that he had, right? And then he falls, right? Boom. That's where you get aliens. That's where you get all this stuff that comes through. It's all new age, yeah. When he falls, you get all this stuff. You get all this, you get demonic stuff. You get demons and, 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 and angels, and there's good and bad, and, and they have, what I was going to go with when we were talking about the UFOs and stuff like that is that demon doesn't mean like evil, bad person. It means intelligent one it means intelligent one. These things were thousands of years old. They have no language barrier. 
no time or space, eternal, just like us. When we, when we are eternally saved, God made them eternal for a reason because they're going to burn in the lake of fire. So if you go down to scripture, you know, if you, if you go through <clears throat> like Mark 1, 24, it says, I know who you are. This is the demon speaking to, to Jesus. I know who you are. You are the Holy one of God basically saying like, Hey, if he knows who you are and they are scared of him. Okay. We're, we're not, we, we're, we don't know that he exists. People don't, if you have faith that, that, that Jesus exists and, and you, and you believe in the blood and you believe in, 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 um, in the, in the gospel, you're saved. You're, you're, you're there. He can't, a demon can enter something that's already spiritually filled, but does not mean you can't be influenced by a demon does not mean. So when, when they, when people see these things flying in the air, you know, they, 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 they basically, you know, I feel like they, they, they're interstellar. So they could just go in and out of space whenever they want. They come in and appear, they, they, they come down, they, 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 uh, they, 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 they defy naturals. They like the flight patterns of them. They defy natural gravity. They defy natural physical, uh, 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 physical science that we can't even understand. So that is, is one thing about them. Yeah. That's, uh, they're inner. Some, some scientists come up with that. They're inner interdimensional yeah yeah but they don't sleep they don't eat yeah. they don't need no that's that some people to, no, i'm talking about the uf i'm talking about the ufos they say that they're interdimensional so uh that's what that's well, yeah, what some so scientists have came up with but. you're also saying that they're inner they're there they 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 could go through anything then so yeah. they could go through spiritual realm they can go so they're coming through they come through doing their little crazy things and 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 a lot of that stuff. Like I, I went to June Lake this weekend, talked to a guy, Mono Lake out hold there is a give me one sec, Jason. One second, Jason. Hold on, hold on. Give me one sec. The Douglas. Yeah. Um, like I think that you have a, a cool imagination. Like I think that when you look at something, I feel like that you look at it like, wow man, maybe what if? What if this? What if that? And I find that, and, 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 I, uh, and Sorry, I, and guys. I love that about people. I yeah. People do and I, and they, uh, yeah, precisely. That's, that's sort of the, uh, the purpose with the book. Uh, for instance, are, are you familiar with the Amundsen Sculpt station? No. What is that? The, the Amundsen Sculpt base is the, uh, it's the, the research base at the South Pole. It's like the very, very it's the most southernmost outpost on earth allegedly okay <laughs> uh, and that's where the uh, you know the scientists and uh, you know the the uh, yeah it's uh, the americans that it's it's a base where some people live all year round mm. and i just thought okay this is a very very interesting setting and i wanted to uh well, what I did was I set up an action set piece there in the book so that it will both be entertaining and informative. Yeah. Like, okay, what, what is this place? Oh, people will get a bit of enjoyment and they will also uh, learn a thing or two about this weird place. Yeah. So, so your book is fictional, but yeah. it has true places in it. Yes, precisely. So what you're saying is that I could... I like how you said that you don't get fact checked. So people won't be arguing your book, but they'll think it's very interesting. And then they'll do their own research after they see it. Cause they'll be like, okay, I've heard this before. This is an actual place. I wonder if this other parts of this book are true. 
That's pretty cool. You're kind of yeah. If, if if they go fact checking my book, they have completely missed the uh, purpose of it. Um, I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, it, like if someone heard, read your book, and there's a real place in your book, and they're like, "Oh man, I've heard of that place before." They're gonna maybe go and maybe research that more a little bit more, and then maybe they'll get, you know, maybe they'll go on to a stumble onto something that's, you know, they they they, you know, they should have learned in the first place. Yeah. 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 I think it's uh it's interesting. Um, so, uh, so guys, I just jumped back in. Sorry. I, I just, I, I was trying to get everything that's on the internet off the internet so we can make sure that we have a clear, um, uh, you know, internet. So right in now. your book, so in your book, Douglas, does it, uh, like what else is like, okay. So you covered like the, you know, some of the bases, but, um, wh- where does it go after that? Like, what are, what are these, what are, what is the, uh, what is the rest of the story? I kind of want to. I kind of want to know a little bit about it, but I know that you want other people to read it. But I kind of want to hear about it. It kind of looks really interesting. I like that. Well, I don't want to reveal too much because the the uh, the end game takes place there after they go beyond the Amundsen sculpt base, and that's where the <laughs> uh, that's where I really tapped into the crazier half of my brain and just <laughs> because un- until then, until that, until that point, every single location in the book exists for real mm. and from there on out i just uh used my imagination basically you had and, uh, you had to though yeah, right douglas to... you had to though because they don't they that's like part of the part of the unexplored areas of antarctica that we don't get to know so you had to kind of go deep into and in, into your uh intellect and and, uh, well, what if God was using Douglas? What if God used Douglas to get information out there to write it down? And he just can't, like you said, he just brain just went, imagination just went wild with the rest of it. How do I know that it wasn't channeling his brain from from God and just said, "Hey, man, yeah, you know, write this down. Let people know about it because it's actually probably close to the truth." Because if you could, sometimes the imagination can nail the truth right on the head. And that's, that's, I think that's actually kind of cool because if you go into the what if things in your head, you could go into a what if thing and be like, oh, wow, I just connected it. I just connected all of it together. Like you could get like that. And that's, mm. that's pretty cool, Douglas. And I, and that's, that's, that's amazing. I want to go deeper into this. So what, what do you think about actual aliens, UFOs, and feel like that is because I Ah, Jason, you, you froze this time. Guys, hello, Douglas. Can you hear me? We can hear you, dude. Okay, <clears throat> You're I don't just know. Freezing, nice. Okay, sorry, guys. Uh, okay, brother, don't worry about it. We could just just go with it. Yeah, all good. Because now everybody that's listening, sorry. Yeah. To talk about. As soon as you ask the question, what do you think about UFOs, demons, and uh? Isn't that right? Every time we ask so that freezes. question, <laughs> yeah. Douglas, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, sorry, Douglas. dude. Okay, everything that I have in this house is off the internet. So this is the only thing on the internet, guys. It is supposed to be like my whole family is asleep right now. It's believe believe me, there's nobody. This is crazy. All right, hold on real quick, guys. I got to do one thing, but go ahead, go ahead, keep going, guys. Jason. So so yeah, I just want to ask Douglas. So uh, so yeah, let's let's get a little bit of that. So do you touch base on like any like underground bases? In is there? Do you feel like there's underground bases in 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 Antarctica? Do you feel like that? Maybe some of these Nazi scientists might have passed down their knowledge and they're, they're really making crazy stuff out there and, and, and maybe define, you know, natural things in, in this world. I don't know, but 
it's uh, seems pretty cool. Yeah, my book doesn't go to those places, but now when I mention it, I sort of feel like I should have gone even more crazier because that's that's where all the you know the juice of the story is. Like, there's so much information that you could cram in in one way if you if you have the talent to make it interesting because. Uh, in a fiction story, it should also be uh, somewhat entertaining. You don't want to bore the readers with just oh, yes. inf info dumps and uh, mm -hmm. you know clunky exposition and and everything. So um, yeah, that, but I, I have a sequel that I'm working on, and for that one, I will uh, yeah, I will go even crazier. I think. So um, so we mentioned the. Um... I remember you mentioning Admiral Byrd. So Admiral Byrd is actually in your book as well, right? Yes, uh, Admiral Byrd. That's a real person. Okay. A real person. Real yes. Person. Very real. So, so you go over Admiral Byrd. Uh, we actually had a whole uh, episode on uh, Operation High Jump. Um, that's kind of why. Okay, so the way that we would think as Christians, if we believe in the flat Earth, okay, would be this is why I mentioned the Hollow Earth. So we believe. This is what I believe. I don't know. We believe that the flat earth there would be the dome, the firmament, uh, God sitting on top of the throne. There's three heavens, okay, where the birds fly, where the, where the stars and the moon and the sun are. And then above that would be the firmament, and above that would be God on the throne. Below us would be Sheol or hell, okay? So that's why I was mentioning the hollow earth. I know that you mentioned Admiral Byrd. On our whole uh, podcast when we are talking about hollow earth and Admiral Byrd and everything, you know, Operation High Jump, we were talking about like how Satan was talking to God in Job and he was saying he was going in the earth to and fro up and down. So like that's why I was mentioning um, you can actually believe in hollow earth or hell being in the earth and believe in flat earth at the same time. So when you mentioned uh, Admiral Byrd in there, did, did you even touch base on the, the hollow earth at all, Douglas? Uh, no, because I, I didn't want to make it too uh, <laughs> sprawling. I wanted to, it to have a sort of distinct narrative, and the narrative in my book is all about the flat Earth theory. Okay. So I, I, I go with the idea that Admiral Byrd discovered something in Antarctica that revealed more land, basically. That, that's oh. what or more proof that flat Earth is is the truth. Yeah, but yeah. I, but I, I didn't play it out as if he was looking for it. I just yes. played it out as, as if he was on a mission and he stumbled upon something that yeah. he did not expect. Yes, and Admiral Byrd was like a, a, a like a modern day Indian, not a modern day, but like the Indiana Jones basically. He was searching for, and if you think about it, if this guy was searching for stuff like that, you know, with uh, you know, trying to, you know, Operation um, High Jump, Operation uh, what was that one? Uh, Operation Deep Fishbowl too? Was it Fishbowl? Oh, that's uh, not. Fishbowl, that's something fishbowl different. Fishbowl is the one where they shot nukes up in the sky. Yeah. yeah. So just stuff like that, you know, like, and then you got you got Hitler looking for all these biblical artifacts, you know, like serious, seriously biblical artifacts. Wouldn't that kind of put the put the proof that the Bible is kind of real? That 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 if you got some psychotic you know, leader that wants to find, you know, that wants to find these things and search them out. And he knows that they have certain, you know, powers to them. Wouldn't you think a little bit, you'd be like, hey man, maybe the Bible might be onto something because if, if, if you got 
you know, world leaders that are trying to hide things and trying to find stuff and trying to keep people in the dark about stuff and only let you know certain things. Where, where, where's, where's, why would they do that? Why would they be looking for that stuff? Why would they be trying to disprove God? Why are you trying to disprove the Bible? No, why you, no it's real. Well, that's, that's a good question. Um, I think, uh, yeah. go ahead, Douglas. Yeah. And I'm really surprised that we were never taught about Admiral Byrd in school. Like you said, Jason, he is basically when you, when you stumble upon his resume, yeah, he is the, the, modern day indiana jones because he didn't just go there once he was like obsessed with going back and forth back and forth he went he it seems like he wanted to go everywhere that man had never you know gone before and if yes. antarctica was so desolate and such a crappy place to go visit why would you want to go there over and over and over and over again and try to seek something that that's 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 beyond that stuff you don't want to go why would you risk they risk I'm talking, they risked a lot of people's lives going out doing the cutting, blowing up the ice, doing cutting ships through there. There's things that froze. There's, there's, I, there was a story about these guys that went through there. The whole boat got caught. 28 men stayed on board. Like, I, I think like, like 12, some men left. And, you know, they're going through territory that's unseen. So they went to a whaling station to get help. They did it somehow, some way. They, they, they also, a lot of them survived. But man, that's like, if it's so desolate and crappy, why would you uh, want to go explore? Okay, it? so you guys got to understand something. You got to understand something too, dude. Is it's not like uh, only Admiral Byrd wanted to push the, the United States Navy into Antarctica. It's like this: 1939, uh, Hitler and his guys sent a ship out to Antarctica, and they they it's called they went to uh, uh, they called this land uh, New Swabia or New Swabenland. So they actually set up a base out there, okay, guys? And they set what they said is they were setting up a weather station. So the Nazis actually did set up a base out there, okay? So when uh, United States Navy took caught word of this or wind of this, that's when uh, Admiral Byrd he did want to explore. That's his his mind is like, hey, I want to explore Antarctica. That's so he gets to do that at the same time. But they sent like forty two hundred troops out there, a bunch of boats, planes. They were ready for war. So when they went down there. It was like Adam Bird did get to, uh, you know, complete his, I want to look at Antarctica and try to check everything out. But at the same time, they were prepared for battle. You know what I mean? So it's very interesting. Uh, they said it was just a scientific exploration. But when yeah, you but look why at you headed down there with, with rat pack ready to roll, dude, that's, that's not, what I'm saying, bro. They, they were dropping, they were dropping, uh, uh, trucks. They were dropping troops. Yeah, dude, they, they weren't. I don't think they were going ready for war. If it's a weather station, that's what they were claiming. <laughs> you ain't showing up with 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 half the you know half the whole, the you know here. Hey, I'm Admiral Bird with half the United States Army here, bro. Uh, we're here to check your weather station. No, no, no. no. You're probably <laughs> thinking like there might be. If we go out yeah. here, there might be some, there might be something that we've never never and, uh, experienced and, before. We might be going against an entity. And Admiral Bird. Admiral Byrd went to the North Pole as well, guys, before he went to the South Pole, before Operation High Jump. And there's oh, a... I knew something about it. So, guys, so we got to understand something. So, if you are the Nazis or if you are some type of someone, someone that wants to take over the whole entire world, what you're going to do is find the most desolate place. And I think that that Hitler was trying to talk through these women, these uh, the Vril, these, these psychics to try to, to talk to 
demons or to try to get to the other side to to uh you know he was thought that hollow earth was there uh hollow earth if you think about it in a biblical term would be like hell so it's like he's contacting demons he i guess you they were trying to build ufos there was a whole bunch of stuff that's involved in this uh the nazi thing that i could get into but i mean it's it's crazy you guys should definitely study yeah, it when we uh, talk about those operations with Admiral Brock, just think about the logistical nightmare of bringing so many people there. Yes. Like, it's like a, if, it, if it was really just a small like skirmish, they want to check on some weather thing, they would, they would bring few people with few, uh, uh, you know, vehicles mm -hmm. and everything. It, they would keep it reasonably airtight, but no, they, they brought in an armada there for no reason. Well, yes. How do I know that they didn't go there partnered up with the Germans? They were like, hey, man. Well, there's a theory. There's a theory out there, actually, Douglas. I don't know if you've heard of this, that the Nazis actually won the war and that America got what the Nazis at that point wanted to get their technology. And then you see like in 1947, Roswell happens and there's actually a UFO that crashed. Right. So it's almost like during these times in these little this window of, of time between 1939 and 1949, uh, Operation High Jump happens. There's talk, there's talk of UFOs. There's talk of all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, in 1947, Roswell happens. And then the CIA is created. And, and when Roswell happened, obviously, you see how the United States Army just came right in, covered it up, stopped everything. All the newspapers were reporting a UFO flying saucer. The United States Army said, uh, let me cut that off. Nope, it's not a flying saucer. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's if you, you you guys got to dig deep into that that time period if you guys my my listeners dig deep into that time period and find out like about uh how the nazis were into the occult how they had secret societies how they how they started reading like the the, the coming race find out about how they thought that there was a hollow earth how they thought there was another civilization uh how uh, you know you guys got to find all like that out Josh, they were smarter they if they were smarter than us and they had better technology than us and they believed in this stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. It's got something about it's got to be real. These guys weren't just stupid men trying to find a make up some cock, like write a movie or write some story. They were really looking for stuff that they thought were real. How do I know this dude was looking for the Ark of the Co How do I know the Ark of the Covenant isn't out there, dude? Like, yeah. How do I know that these guys were looking for supernatural well, things? Like Douglas. Like Douglas said, it is a mission to try to go to Antarctica with the weather, with all this stuff. So why are you going to risk everything? Take a U-boat as a, as a Nazi. And, and as you're about to try to go invade Poland, which he was about to try to do, and he's going to send some of his troops down there to Antarctica... Obviously, there was something important about it. That's why I was telling you guys about the Vril, about that book, The Coming Race. They were actually thinking that this is doctrine and truth, that there was an actual hollow earth and there was people in the earth that they wanted. It, and there were actually a white uh, Nordic giants in the earth. There was a whole bunch of stuff. But you guys got to study this stuff. And dude, giants? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, ma it makes no sense from a strategical standpoint like it. Imagine if you like if you're looking at the theater of war in Europe in this time, and you're the military commander of uh, well Germany. Yes. The last thing you would do is to waste resources, like literally the farthest away from the battlefield as possibly <laughs> imagine. Right. Point. Very that, true. We don't know that that might have been the the reason why we were going to war with them. Yeah. Because well, yeah. they were look. I, they found something. Somebody found something out there. Well, because if you're discovering new things like 
bacteria is now through there. You're discovering these new, like, uh, they, they, they found this eight foot long alien looking thing that, that, that used to live in there. Some of the ice is melting. So what, whatever was, whatever was there is well preserved. Yeah. Well preserved. Cause it froze like that. It didn't just freeze over time. It seems that when you see like, like when they discover like woolly mammoths that are in, that are frozen in the ice, they have, they have food that's not even digested in their stomach, which said, which means they were frozen instantly, not frozen over time. So that kind of, that's kind of weird. You know, that's kind of weird to me. Like, like you would think that how cold did it get there that fast? And they're finding things like, like elongated skulls. They, uh, they're finding crevices down there. Like, how do I, like, that's, yeah. how do I know that, 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 that could be what the, the, there's a time machine there or something, or they, they, something there that's like, they could go back in time or do something that to me, I feel like that place, if you think about it, like the, like, uh, the flat earth, uh, the theory is anywhere you go, you end up, you end up at Antarctica. So they call it the Arctic, the Arctic, right? So the Arctic is the North pole, right? Right. That's what they, no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The Arctic is the top and uh -huh. is the bottom, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually lived in the Arctic Circle, so. Wow. Yeah, so, so you think <laughs> about it. There's ice up here and ice down here. But what if there's this ice all the way around, okay? Because anywhere you go, you're going to hit the ice, okay? That's... So if a planet, is, if, 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 if they're saying that if it's round, if you fly in one direction, you're going to, should end up all the way back. If you find a straight line, you'd end up at the same spot, right? But that doesn't happen. You just end up over. Ice. Yeah, you don't. You don't see a lot of ice in California, I presume. <laughs> no, no, only in the drinking glass. <laughs> exactly, yes, yes. dude. And, and if you think about it, like, 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 like NASA, they run all. Like, like Dave was saying, NASA runs all of the flight patterns. They and and who who started NASA? A bunch of Nazis. Okay, so they're letting you know. They're already telling you right there. You can't fly around Antarctica. You can't go that way. There's no way. I guarantee you, if we all if we all put our money together, we all saved up, and we wanted to take a mission in Antarctica, us three, and we and, and we had enough money, and we wanted to do a mission, they would say, "Yeah, you can go right here, but that's it." You that, could look at the penguins. You could have a good time. Wave at the <laughs> you know, wave at the whales. Cool. After that, get out of here because you ain't gonna well, go past here. Here's what they do, bro. They control. First of all, bro. You can't just take a plane and just go fly there, first of all, because it's no-fly zone. But what they do is they control exactly what you do see, and you actually have to pay like 15, 15, ten dollars to $15,000 to even go down. You're going to be in a, a sailboat or a ship or like a little cruise, and they only have a few places that they're going to take you, and that's it. And they don't allow you because there's actually people that try to do like uh, – they try to like do cross-key – uh, cross a country skiing where they were trying to break a record and and the military flew stopped them and said you will go no further this is it so they uh, that the antarctic treaty which is uh the thing i think that probably uh, i don't know douglas you probably are definitely familiar with the antarctic treaty uh it was signed december 1st 1959 but it was actually uh the antarctic treaty was being pushed by admiral bird he wanted the antarctic treaty okay guys his brother harry bird uh, which I mentioned on another podcast, actually uh, voted against it. See, uh, Admiral Byrd died a few years, I think three years before the actual treaty was signed. But he was like the father of the Antarctic Treaty is what they say, uh, that he was trying to get the Antarctic Treaty signed. But you guys got to understand, Admiral Byrd is also, which as, as conspiracy theorists, he's also a Freemason, which I already mentioned. So was his brother. So was the gentleman that actually 
uh, like was running Operation High Jump. Um, I don't know. Did, are you familiar? Uh, let me see if I have him on here in my notes. Jeez, I think it's James Forrestal. Are you uh, familiar with him, Douglas? Um, no, he doesn't ring a bell to be honest. James Forrestal was the first uh, Secretary of Defense, and he was actually the guy that um. He was the uh, gentleman that was in charge of Operation High Jump. So James Forrestal and then Admiral Byrd was his admiral. So he was underneath him. So he was the uh, secretary of the Navy. So he was in charge of Admiral, or I'm um, sorry, Operation High Jump. And they ended up becoming the first United States Secretary of Defense. The crazy thing about this gentleman is later on in life, uh, he actually knew everything about Operation High Jump, exactly what they discovered, and all that. Right? He ended up going to ended up going to the loony bin, okay? And he ended up. Uh, they say he committed suicide. Uh, they say he jumped out of a 16th floor window, but he's like another Freemason, dude. So, you guys got to yeah, understand the story of those suicide things. Are anybody that knows information about anything? It's always the man was shot 75 times. It was suicide. They say he jumped uh, out of a 16th floor window. Yeah, okay, but, so yeah, I'm sorry, but he was probably this is peeling. This is just basically peeling back the onion a little bit more. Okay, guys, we could talk about Admiral Byrd, but who was in charge of Admiral Byrd? So this is the Secretary of the Navy, James Forrestal, also Freemason ties. Okay, guys, so you kind of look into him and you're like, wow, okay, he was in charge of it, and he ended up. They say committed suicide. Um, that is actually there's a book about it. I don't I don't know the, the book offhand where they, oh the assassination of James Forrestal where the guy actually goes in depth into that saying that it was not a suicide. He just yeah, knew too would, much. Why would, a, why, would a, why would a Navy uh, 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 probably a four star general? Why would he commit suicide? Uh, it was later on in life, and I think they say that it he just matter. Knew, well, why? 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 Yeah. Why? He, he was set know. up. He's set he, up, dude. He's set up for life. He doesn't. He has no problems. He has no worries. He has nothing. Yeah, he I'm was the gonna... Secretary of Defense, dude. So he actually had a really, obviously, a good retirement. Had his, his whole life. His whole life was good. And uh, yeah, They're like you know too much, dude. Later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, that's how. That's dead man can tell no. Tale. There were reports that he started opening up about what Operation High Jump was about, and then he well, went I, to I the. This, then they took him to the line. Looney Bin, bro, and uh, yeah. you know well, what I mean. I was so this guy who found uh, it was hot. It was, it was Blue Planet. He talks about there's a lake underneath the ocean. He goes, I'm already in the water. How is there water underneath the water? So we go down and we try to hit the submarine and we bounce off the submarine that bounces off this saline type of, and we send ripples through the, the tide all the way to the, to the shore of this, where these mollusks were. He goes, how is there a lake under there when there's, there's already a, there's, we're already underwater. And then two days later after he makes this video, his plane crashes or his helicopter crashes with him and his best friend in it. So he was, he was telling about this. He was a director. He's oh. a very, he went into uncharted territories for them. They didn't want he, him to he was no. He was a world renowned, uh, uh, like, like explorer, like under deep water explorer. And he was driving the, the submarine and he's like, and we went to, to, to descend underneath it. And he goes, it was so dense. We bounced right off. He goes, yeah. now, now tell me, he goes, how is there an ocean or a lake underneath the lake? And they try to call it a brine thing. This is a brine lake. He goes, no, 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 no. Th this was different. There's, there was, this is not, this is not natural. He goes, I've never seen this before. He said, I've been under the water many times in my life, and I've never seen this before. So, You're gonna give Douglas an idea for his third book. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, below, probably. below the ocean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, you understand that? Okay, so <laughs> God, God says there's water underneath the waters. There's water underneath that. There's the firmament. And then the firmament might be the ice holding it together. I don't know. That's why he says glass. 
It's like kind of like a like a seep a hard glass that you can't get through. So the ice might be so thick. Yeah. It's just, it, yeah, uh, Josh, you mentioned the Antarctic Treaty. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I I feature that more heavily, and I use it as a um, sort of a plot device for the elite or the cabal, so to speak. And yes. They they don't they don't show themselves in this book until the very end, and oh. that that's where I sort of save. Uh, yeah, let's, let's just say that I I try to make the Antarctic Treaty into something you know very profound. The yeah. Cabal, the cabal, yeah. ball, ball worship, Baal worship. That is that is actually in the Bible because that is that is a form of worship that that's Baal. You know, cabal is that 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 is that's not. That's 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 an occult type of thing, and if you're if you're thinking about it, people think like oh the, uh the cabal, they're like oh man that's 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 something that that that's like a religion I guess nowadays I guess Madonna's into it or something like that like. Oh, I know you're talking about. I know what you're yeah, talking so, about, Jason. So the cabal, you think about it, it's like that's that if Christianity lived on, if Christianity could not get, be killed and be eradicated through time, you know, uh, uh, Cain tried to eradicate it with Abel. It, it's it, and it still went on okay after that you know uh uh uh, uh muslims kill christians uh um uh, you know romans killed the christians you know all these christians were killed through time but the 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 word of god lived on so if you think about it you don't think that a rival the the devil's form of worship the devil's form of of of, of a religion didn't live on to you gotta be crazy because it is living on today. And oh, you're talking about the cabal living on today. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, like, so, so look, just, just because it's called the cabal or Buddha, Buddhism, or or uh, whatever it is you worship, whatever idol you have, whatever it is, it's not. It's a demon, and that's all it is. It's a demon going through there to, to stay away from this stuff. They say stay away from idol worship because it's hard to get away get away from it. But the cabal is is a form of that, and they it's it it, it sucks them in. And now they're there. They try to push like their little agendas about it. And, and it's not just cabal. I think it's Douglas, like, like it's a different form of the name of the religion, but it's the same. Worship. Douglas, are you talking? He's been, I think you're referring to the cabal. Like, well, Jason, you're talking about like, uh, like celebrities are into it. Definitely. Uh, you're talking about the cabal is like the elites in, in whole Douglas, like all the, yes, the people that yes, actually precisely. run the earth. Precisely. Yes. In my book, the, the cabal is hiding this truth because they don't want the, they fear the repercussions of it coming out. Yes. So yeah, for me, well, in this book, it's it's definitely the very top of the uh -huh. the secret societies. Yes. Yeah. So that's that. Like I said, like like Masons, they 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 are taught about Lucifer. They are taught about the light bearer. They are taught to follow the light. Mm -hmm. They're worshiping the good form of of the devil. Which okay? Lucifer Jason, was good before he right. fell. Yeah. He was the most beautiful creature before he fell, but when he what they don't understand is that when he fell, he's now God's adversary. He's not Lucifer anymore. He's Satan. He is the old one that was in the Garden of Eden. He is the he is the one, the deceiver of the whole world. The deceiver of mm. the whole world. If you want to know the truth, read the Bible. Okay? Because there's only one guy. There's only one, not guy, but there's only one spirit. So and he's the story. He was there at the event of everything. If if you read Isaiah. He, Isaiah talks about the fall of Babylon, the fall of Assyria, the fall of Philistines. All these have to fall before uh, these prophecies go through. And what, what, when was he writing this? 
Isaiah was writing this in 740 to 680 BC. Okay. The fall of Jerusalem was 586 BC. The fall of uh, the fall of Babylon was 539. Assyria mm. was 612. Go to go to these, go, go to the Louvre, go to these museums, look it up. These are huge events in history, right? So these this guy is telling these these prophecies in the Bible back then, this Isaiah, not not even, and Isaiah is the fifth largest book in the Bible. If he's talking about this stuff and nailing those days and those years and those things that happen exactly to the T, how did he know that? How did he know that that was going to yeah. happen? How do you know Babylon was going to fall? And this Babylon didn't fall till like, you know, 200 years after he wrote this. Yeah. I think it's interesting, so think dude. It. Yes. Very God, interesting because God, God wants you to have the breadcrumbs leading you to the New Testament saying, look, at this is where we came from. This is where we messed up. This is where the devil, Satan... So Lucifer, you, good. Yeah. our listeners need to understand that Lucifer was the most, was the head angel. Okay. He was the head angel when he, when he was invented, when he fell, he became the head of the, of, of, of the underworld, head of demons, head of, head of the, head of the bad, the bad side. So you have a general, basically a CEO, a president who knows this side in and out. And now he knows this side in and out. How are you going to, how are you going to beat this dude? Oh, I'll tell you how. <laughs> put the armor of God on. Okay, there you Throw go. Shield over yourself. Hold on. When he starts throwing these arrows and lines okay. at you, bounce off you like 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 grapes thrown at you, dude. Yeah, guys, Just if you real, that's Ephesians uh, six uh, verses ten through eighteen is what my brother's talking about. So I was gonna I was gonna kind of give you guys an idea of what you can do. I'll read it because I bet you, Douglas, Douglas, I know that you're not um, how you say you're not a uh, you're not into you're not you're not into the godly thing. But you're a spiritual person, I guarantee that, because you're already got that imagination that that God wants you to have to 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 run wild with. Because something, someone that doesn't think outside the box, God don't want somebody like that. God don't want somebody that doesn't that that's doesn't want the guy that just follows and just goes in line and says, "Give me the mark of the beast. I want to live here on earth. Give me the vaccine. I want to do what you say, and then I could go home and play with my toys." No. And Douglas is looking up things that are in the Bible, that are biblical. Flat well, Earth is biblical. I think, okay, yeah, Douglas, man. Douglas, real quick. I think you brought up something that was very uh, interesting. You were talking about how the elites are trying to hide uh, what they probably found was there, like the firmament, right? The, the dome, that the Earth is flat, right? So Satan is trying to deceive us, right? So Jason was talking about deceiving. So Douglas, if... Um, you know, when we're actually, I haven't brought this up on the Dave Weiss podcast. If everybody knew that there was a firmament above us, a dome, and that God's throne was above the firmament and he was watching us like grasshoppers, everything we do and everything that you do, every decision that you make is being recorded. If you knew that the boss was watching you, just like when you're at work and I know the boss is watching me, I'm like doing everything perfect. Like, let me just do the sample. Let me make sure that this is good. I'm burning. I'm, I'm disinfecting. That's what I do at work anyways. But yeah, you just want to make sure everything is perfect. So everybody would be, obviously everybody would have a whole different mindset. You know, if you knew that God was on the throne above the firmament watching us every single move that we make. Right. So that's why they're trying to hide that. Uh, the devil's trying to take Genesis and he's trying to blend it up and make people think that the, the earth is 13.7 billion years old. The galaxies, uh, I'm sorry, the galaxy is 13.7 billion years old. The earth is millions and millions and billions of years old. And th I think that's what they're doing. I think that I believe that's what it is, Douglas. I don't know. Um, how you feel about that? 
Oh, what about Douglas? What about dinosaurs? Okay, because oh, dinosaurs, dinosaurs in Antarctica. They find all these fossils. Now, do you believe that they're real? Do you believe that they are uh, maybe cooked up? Oh, that's a whole different rabbit hole. We I know, but still, hours. They found a lot. Talk about this for hours. Um, honestly, I, I don't. I don't know. I haven't looked into dinosaurs that deeply, but I, I, I do know that there are many people who, uh, especially in, in our community, if I can say so, you know, the community that questions things deeply, uh -huh. uh, ma ma many people uh, sort of reject the what we've been taught about dinosaurs, that maybe there were some ancient lizard-like creatures but they were not like they are described today yes that is that's exactly a, a great explanation of it um and they're not millions and millions and millions of years old either you know so what i notice about the flat earth community douglas uh whenever i ask people because I've, I've met a lot of people now um i asked them like about dinosaurs first of all and then they they kind of say the exact same thing you said i asked them how how old the earth you think how how old do you think the earth is they think that that the scientists are lying about that and there's so there's actually like a um i think with the flat earth if you start digging into it it's and and douglas i think it's gonna lead you to the bible uh eddie bravo is one guy that that he's on joe rogan he's on a bunch of different podcasts um he's a flat earther and he is, uh, he was an atheist, right? But he even said that what's happening with all these people that he looks up to in the conspiracy world, it's leading him into the Bible. Okay. So yeah, that's, yeah, I, I love Eddie Bravo. He's actually the guy who, uh, because I wasn't that into conspiracy theories uh, a few years ago, but he, when I saw him, you know, uh, have his, you know, daily rounds on the Joe Rogan podcast. He yes. inspired me to look these things up. So that's awesome. I, 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 lo I love that guy. He's so charismatic. He's so <laughs> He's very uh, good. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about what anyone thinks of him. He doesn't no. care if people thinks he's crazy. And that, that's what I like about him. Because he can I kick their butt. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, Douglas, because you said it like that and you said like, well, Eddie Bravo kind of got you started looking at this, but see, this is this is gonna be my this is gonna be my theory for you, man. This is gonna be my thing for you. I think that God's calling you right now, dude. That listen, and and how you're going into this might be how you end up back into just learning about about uh learning about you know God and how like maybe maybe your purpose is to 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 really shove this stuff into people's faces, man, and be like, hey, man, you need to learn you need to learn about this stuff because truthers, this truther stuff is 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 real, man. Like. Before, before, like, all of this even started happening, before the 2020, before, you know, I was already thinking about stuff like this. I was already looking and thinking, okay, man, when is it going to be when the, when the crap hits the fan? When is it going to start looking like, you know, I should start planning for the, for my apocalypse or something like that. And I'm like, wow, man, the, the, the steps that are going right now look like we're headed for something that may, a rap may be. At a rapid, a rapid rate, at a rapid rate, you know, there's the Douglas, Douglas, a lot of yeah. Douglas, a lot of the people that I've been talking to that are truthers and atheists, truthers or agnostics. They even talk to me because they know that, I, dude, every time I get on a podcast, bro, I bring up the Bible and I'm talking about the Lord. I'm talking about Jesus. I'm talking about the conspiracy. Yes, but I'm talking about Jesus and, and God and the Bible and revelation. 
they're actually feeling that revelation is definitely making sense now whenever you see how how it's structured now ever since the coronavirus hit um the financial collapse all this different stuff that's happening with the great reset they're actually feeling that revelation is definitely making sense now now before coronavirus and all that stuff you could see it working at a slow rate so us as Christians, we can, we believe that it's going to happen and that, that revelation is going to happen. But now that you see the coronavirus happen, the great reset, now you're starting to see all these things be uh, discovered about like uh, pedophiles, uh, the politicians, uh, you know, all this dirty stuff is coming out. It's coming. It's happening at a rapid rate now. And, uh, you know, as far as revelation coming, dude. So that's why we suggest to everybody to read the Bible. Start. You need you want to make sure that you are believing in Jesus and you're following Jesus before he comes back. You don't want to be well, like the people in Noah's Ark where they were waiting for the, uh, they wanted the Ark to open up, right? Go ahead, you Douglas. Want... Were, you were you going to say something? Uh, no, uh, I was just listening. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, th I thought you were going to say something. My bad. Yeah, it, that's, that's, what we, that's how we feel. You know, We don't like to Bible thump anybody or anything like that. Whatever you believe, I love you, Douglas, no matter what. Dude, I love everybody on this earth. And honestly, dude, I'm, I'm in the military. Or actually, I'm out now, but I would, I would die for, for, for everybody, dude. Like, I, I think that um, I, I would actually put my life on the line. And, and the Bible, I would die for that too, you know? So, but we just well, like to at least mention it to you, you know? Well, Josh, check this out. Okay, so, so Revelation, you're talking about Revelation. So these letters to the churches, right? So letters to the churches say, you know, if you hear, if you have a spiritual ear, you will listen. If you don't, sorry, that's your problem. So you think about it. What if all these truth stuff coming out is the letters to us? Okay. Like the, like, the, you know, they have these, you know, the pedophilia rings and um, they have, uh, they have, you know, like flat earth, you know, they have, wow. like, like stuff like, hey, look, they're trying to disprove me. They're trying to say that, that I'm not real, that I'm, that I'm this, this, just this joke to them. But I'm not this joke. I'm gonna write, I'm gonna tell you people the truth, and if you guys don't read it about, it, if you guys don't believe it, that's your fault. Like that guy says, he says, "Hey, we put this out there in front of your face. We do this all the time. We tell you what we're doing. We make you, we we show you what you we're doing through movies, video games, through uh through media, through all this stuff. It's not my fault. You don't listen. It's like, wow, man. Okay, you're right. It's like little Nas says." Lil Nas X, the the you know the guy came out with the devil uh, basketball shoes. He says, "Hey, the parents start tweeting them. Hey, man, you're you're this, you're that." Da, 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 da. He goes, "That's not my fault. You let your kids listen to my music. My music talks about drugs, cheating on your girlfriend, you know, doing all this stuff. You know, you know, having you know having uh 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 uh, uh, uh you know yeah. homosexual stuff like that in your face." And he's saying it's not my fault that you let your kids listen to it. I just make the music. I'm an artist. Yeah. You are the ones who who let it go through the to the little kids, which we're trying to reach, which we're trying to, like he says, like I said, the devil could take such something good, and he could turn it into something bad because he rapes, molests, murders, and 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 just kills that something good. But God can take something so horrible. And he can make it very good. Even if your situation is bad, he can turn it good in a second. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand because when like, like I was listening to John Ramirez last night and I have, I had bad, I had bad things about this guy. I'm thinking in my head, man, you know, this guy might be lying. But then I thought about him like Lucifer was the head of, of the angels and he's the head of the devil now. So he what I thought was, man, this guy of John Ramirez was doing the, some of the worst things in the world. And he's telling me on the podcast and I'm listening to that, what he was doing. 
And I'm thinking, I'm like, man, that's how could God forgive that? How could Jesus forgive that? And then I thought to myself, wow, man, how could Jesus forgive me for the things that I have done in my life? How could Jesus forgive anybody for? And when you and the way he was saying it, I'm like, man, he I, he he had he really did turn his life. I, I now I believe that that, that yeah. I, after I saw the doing these studies, just this, I want to thank Douglas for the show because just this show has opened my mind up to a lot of different things and reasons why, you know, just, just different reasons, different, different, uh, 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 just different, uh, imaginatory things about stuff. I don't even know if that's a word imaginatory. I think I just made that up, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, just different things in, in life that like, I'm just opened up to now. Cause I'm like, wow, just the last few weeks of doing these studies, I'm like, Oh wow, man, this, this has brought me even more closer to God. It didn't push me away. None of these conspiracies, have pushed me an inch away from my faith or my or, or God or Jesus or nothing like that. It's brought me miles and miles closer. Well, I think, well, Douglas, like we said, we definitely appreciate you uh, coming up with the Antarctica UFO. Um, and also, you know, we even appreciate you. I appreciate you sending me your book. Uh, but he I still has to answer my question. What is his thought on the UFOs? Where do you think? Yeah, we'll finish it off with that, Douglas. Go ahead. What What is your thought on the UFOs? Oh. Uh, I have to disappoint you with a rather lame answer that... Uh, it's okay. No, there's no... I, 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 I don't know. I don't have such a firm belief either way. Um, what about your... That, okay, that, what, what did you write a book about them? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't give you a great answer to that. It's okay. But it's, it's very interesting. I, I think... Well, me, real quick, I'll, 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 I'll say that uh, for me, I, I, I believe that... Okay, so... The, the technology that we get to know about, uh, the, the government is 50 years ahead of the, the technology that we get to hear about. So my friend had a good point. I think that we had the, there's unmanned aircraft. Okay, guys, this is something. This is a way you can think of UFOs. Okay, there is unidentified flying object. Yeah, definitely. I think people are seeing them. But you guys got to understand now that we have unmanned aircraft, which we probably had since the 50s or 40s, um, they can do maneuvers that are that that you don't have to have a person in there to uh you know to handle the g-force of so i think that the ufos that we are seeing i believe are actual uh from from the government or from the elites they're actually making stuff uh you know getting ready for for war that's that's what i yeah, believe josh, it is. josh you read you read that you read that isaiah verse i will ascend mm -hmm. i will descend and i will ascend again and i'll be above like the most high so how do i know because you understand a third of the angels they fell. Okay. Yeah. They fell with them. So that's a, I don't know how many a third is. Yeah. They could be fallen angels. angels. That's another, that's a way that oh, I thought about it. Josh, I'm just I giving ascend, you guys another perspective. I descend. I yeah. ascend. And I descend. There's no, there's no, there's no definitive picture of a craft. There's no definitive. They just, they could be a hoax, anything. How do I yeah. know that's not this, 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 a spirit of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, no, it could be an angel, a fallen angel flying through the sky. No, not even and that's a fallen angel. It could be a good angel coming down. Oh could yeah, be something coming down because hey, they visited man too. They look just like men. They 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 come in appearance of a man. They speak English. They talk to you in your language. They they know every language. They, there is no language barrier. These things are eternal. Right. They've been here like when Earth and and the heavens and Earth were invented or were made by God. We're, who applauded? Yeah. Yes, true. Sons of the sons of God applauded. Yes. Okay. okay like, so, wow. Jason, we're beautiful. we're coming up on an hour and a half here, so I think we're we we've uh, 
we've, we're hitting our time limit. I don't want to go to two hours or else I have to do all this editing. So, okay. Yeah, Douglas, why don't you plug your, uh, before we get off the, your, yeah, for sure. Like a great, great point to wrap it up because we have touched base on a lot of things. Yes. Um, Okay, uh, you want me to plug my book real real fast? Or For sure. Plug your book, Instagram. Hold on. Here's what I'm going to do, Douglas. Let me go grab the book real quick so the, so the audience can actually see the book that are on YouTube. I'll be right back. One sec. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good job. Sure and meanwhile, I can say that it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. And uh, yeah, it's both on Kindle. Kindle version is the uh, electronic version, but I prefer the paperback version if people want to read because... The graphics team right, that designed see. this book, they put on and a ton of effort with the cover art and the, uh, and there's a bunch of artwork in the book oh, itself man. as well. So I, I would definitely recommend that the reader uh, gets their hands on the paperback version. Oh, okay, guys, uh, I'm back. And I don't know if you guys could see that, uh, the YouTube yeah, audience. Now. Hopefully you guys could see that. That's called the voyage. What about pan like like that like that, that kind of like like if you fit it together like that's kind of like a Pangea type of type of picture. That, that's a cool picture, man. That's awesome. I, yeah, that, it's that's really, a really cool. good illustration. That's guys, actually what I think. That's in my mind. That's exactly what I feel. That that's what it looks like. No lie. But outside that that ice, I feel like there's there's more land. There's more stuff and more 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 dry. Like you said, dry land. Maybe maybe even I nicer climates. Who knows? So guys, yeah, Doug I'm, re I'm really happy with the uh, with the cover image, and uh, we, my publisher and I, we went to, uh, we, we we had a bunch of ideas, and they had some idea about they first they wanted the the cover to be a boat in front of the ice wall, but I just felt that it, it felt a bit silly. This this felt more epic yes. in a sense. This is and nice, you dude. A, you get like an instant this. grasp of what the story is about. So we'll cover looks um, like the catcher in the rye, man. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. So yeah, guys, check it out. Uh, Douglas Falk and you can get the book on Amazon. Uh, Douglas has a website too. I don't know if it's still active, but www.douglasfalk.com. Uh, you can check that out and, uh, we're going to wrap it up guys. And, um, and with some prayer. So, uh, let me just go ahead and bow our heads. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for giving us this time. Thank you for clearing up the airwaves and letting us be able to speak on the, you know, with our internet clearing up. Uh, in the beginning, it was a little raspy. Uh, we appreciate everything you do for us. I just want to pray for Douglas and his family. I want to pray for his father and everything. God, you already know what's going on with that. So I just want to pray for his father and, um, you know, just God, just get everybody closer to you. You know, that's that's what we need right now in these in these times. Well, we need people to get close to closer to you, Lord. So um, open it up. And I also want to play for Douglas that his day goes good. And that um, I also want to pray uh, for me, my brother, that our day goes good. Thank you so much for blessing us with this time, Lord. And uh, thank you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I love you. In Jesus name. Amen. amen. All right. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you, Douglas. Uh, we're going to go ahead and end the podcast. Uh, thank you, Douglas. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It, it was my pleasure. Recording stopped. Okay, real quick.